everybody welcome back to negro please radio i'm your host chris allen how's everybody doing glad to be back and as usual off the top i want to take the time to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in downloading streaming however you say it i appreciate it thank you so much <clears throat> if you're new welcome this is my podcast it'll likely be a tad longer than usual uh it's about 20 25 minutes usually and i just talk about the different shit that's going on in my life um like I usually start with my milestone. For those who don't know, I have a we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles. And I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes there's nothing. And right now it's pretty much nothing. You know, he's uh he's getting adjusted back to school after being on break for a while. Um but yeah, he's just typical Miles. He's he's back into um geometry dash again so he's he's building those levels again uh you know i've said before he wants to be a coder he wants to do something with computers he's always building stuff he loves to see how things work you know why things react the way they do and he just he just loves the whole coding thing he he loves to see how things operate and um i've said it before but like uh, he would rather build the game like he likes to play video games but for him building the game is more of the is more fun than than actually like uh, playing the game, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I feel like we're in a good spot. Nothing wild's going on with right now with him. He seems to be happy. Um, he's expressing himself whenever he doesn't like some something. Um, when he's not happy, uh, he's been very truthful when he's not having a good day at school, and he's cried a couple of times when he's admitted that he's he's misbehaved. But uh, he's just learning. Like, hey, it's okay to be. Um, Truthful, you know, like what you assume is going to happen is probably likely not going to happen. You know, you're not going to get yelled at and all this kind of stuff. And uh, he's he's just learning that it's not the end of the world, you know, getting in trouble and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, but not 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 much of anything to report. Thank God. Um, <clears throat> but for me personally, man, um, it was a hell of a week uh, to start off pretty normal. You know, Monday I did my mic, so thanks to everybody who came out to the mic Monday we do here at Charlottesville at the Southern. Every Monday, 8 o'clock, uh, 7 o'clock, sign up if you're interested, if you live in the area and you happen to listen to my podcast. Uh, Wednesday, we did our second installation of Comedy and Conversations. Had a nice panel up there. I had six other people up there, and um, we had a pretty small turnout, but it was fun. You know, my man Dan Bomba came. He took pictures. Um, we had a, We had a good time. Uh, I definitely need to make some changes. I know I'm, I'm on to something. It's just figuring out how to really get it, how to get it going. But uh, yeah, we had some good laughs. We had uh, um, some good conversations about relationships and all that kind of stuff. Uh, laughed at each other, laughed at ourselves. Um, people asked some questions, but um, yeah, I'm just I just have to make some tweaks and figure out um, the best direction for that show because I really enjoy doing it. It's something I want to do, and um, yeah, just something different from stand up, you know. And I, I like having conversations with people. I don't want, I don't always want to have to like be funny all the time, you know. As far as jokes go, I don't mind making people laugh in a conversation, but like just trying to be on jokes all the time, it just uh, it gets a little tiresome. <laughs> and I just want to explore some other shit. So we had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, so shout out to the people who came out and support that. Um, yeah. And then Thursday, I was back at the Southern 
we had two sold out shows with Mark Norman uh, in the main in the main room. And uh, man, I, th this is where I met Mark. This is kind of where it all started. About six years ago, he came. He sold that out too, and he—that's which is wild because, I mean, compared to where he is now, he was virtually unknown. Um, which is kind of funny because, like, looking back, you go, "Damn, this guy—you know—he's pretty popular. He's coming here to the Southern. He sold it out, and uh, he was just as shocked." I mean, he was more shocked than we were when he came the first time. We just, you just make these assumptions about about people because you put them on this um, on this uh, pedal of, of uh, popularity. You think they're at a certain spot, and um, once you really get to know him now. So looking back, I understand where he was coming from, like how he was so shocked that it was sold out. You know, but at the time I was like, "You're Mark Norman. He's just a government nobody." But to me, and us at the time, he was. But looking back, you go, oh, shit, now I really see why he was so um, <laughs> surprised that it sold out. But they've always shown him love down here. But anyway, so great time, man. Two sold-out shows. Just to, to go from that to here he is doing two in a night, you know. Um, yeah, man, it, 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 it's just uh, it was nice to be part of it. Uh, my, my buddy Alex Castain hosted. He's a big fan of Mark. He's known him for a few years now, too. Um, and to see Alex get to host for Mark and do very well, um, it made me feel good. You know, seeing Alex's growth, um, seeing Mark uh, be impressed by Alex and what he's what he's doing up there, it uh, it makes me feel good. It made it made um, uh, Alex feel good. His brother and all his friends are down here going go to college down here. They came to the show, so now he looks really cool for them. It, it was just a it was just a great night. A lot of the comics who come to the mic um, every week they came out. Uh, it, it was just a, it was a fun show. So after the um, after the first show, uh, we did the meet and greet. And I just want to say uh, thank you to all the fucking dudes that gave me some homegrown weed, man. Uh, dude, Cody had some pretty dope uh, OG Kush, and I want I don't know if it was Purple Haze, but I had some of that last night. It was pretty fucking good. Uh, another dude gave me some shit called um, Fog Dog. God damn it, that was some that was some excellent bud. It was such a chill, clean, mellow, uh, just heady high. I was just like, man, this is great. It was one of those highs where, like, you know you're high, um, but it's not like uh, you're not giggly or anything like that. You're, you're just really super clear-headed. Um, man, it, yeah, it's just – it's hard to explain. <laughs> Oddly enough, it's hard to explain now because it's um, because you know what it's four twenty, and I had me a nice bowl of Jack Herrera before I did this show. So my mind, my mind is as a tad foggy, but um, there that that fog dog was was uh, was fantastic, man. Some of the some of the best uh, bud I've ever smoked, man. It was just so clean, so smooth, just um, just a just a great high, man. The OG Kush was great for those who know me that I and talked to about weed man og kush is probably one of my top five uh favorite buzz to smoke it was uh great um and that dude cody man from harrisonburg he looked like he smoked like he grew his own weed man so uh shout out to those dudes i appreciate it it was, it was all great stuff and i'm jealous i wish i could grow maybe one day i can um but right now it's really not in the cards so the first show went off without a hitch man second show same thing there was a cop there who was front row 
good sport, busted his balls quite often during the show, but he was really cool about it. Um, it, it was also a great night. My boy Ray, who was my uh, barber as well, he finally got to meet Mark. He's been a big fan for years. Uh, he's always, give it a go. You know, he's just always been a fan since I've known him. And to be able to introduce them to was uh, was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, it was just a great night of comedy, man. We uh, It was just fun. And to get to do it before Saturday was kind of cool, too. You know, that's where we met. And, um, you know, just to two days later, I get to go up to D.C. And do that theater with him was, uh, was, was amazing. But we didn't really do much of anything that night. It was a Thursday. Um, so, yeah, let me say shout out to the people who came out to the 930 show. I mean, that's not a that's not an easy thing to do during the week. OK. You know, the show doesn't get out until, you know, almost almost 11. And then people came from Harrisonburg. You know, people aren't getting home until after midnight, one o'clock. So I appreciate appreciate that. You know, I really appreciate the fans and, and the Mark's fans coming out and people supporting to come out on a Thursday to a late show. Um, yeah. So it was, it was great. Um, like I was about to say, we didn't do much after the show. We kind of hung out uh, in the green room, talk, laugh, talk comedy. Um, just bullshit it for a while. And then uh, the next morning before they headed out, me, Mark, and his uh, video guy, Eric Mann, went to First Watch, which is one of me and Mark's favorite places to go eat whenever we're on the road. We, that's just a, a fun, nice uh, farm-to-table place to go to, you know, very solid, very consistent. Um, and you can and you can, you can can go healthy there if you want to. But if you want to, if you really want to, get in there they got big ass pancakes and all that type of shit but if uh, you want to keep it pretty clean you, you can do that as well so that's why we like to go there man because you can you can do the you can do the clean thing but also get one of those big ass fucking pancakes man which are which are great um so friday didn't do much of anything just hung out with the family i, I knew i was going to be doing uh saturday away from them for the most part so I, we just hung out so saturday rolls around and um I got to be honest, <clears throat> Saturday is a big day, and I had some friends ask me um, since the day that I announced, like, several times, like, are you excited? You've been thinking about it, and I got to be honest, I really hadn't thought much about it, Um, just because, well, first let me say, I was absolutely ecstatic when he was like, hey, you want to do this? Fuck yeah, I want to do it. Super happy, but that lasted for about a day or two. And uh, I'm like, man, okay. It's a thing of like, I don't want to think about it too much because I don't want I don't want it to go away. I know that's a stupid thing, but I, I think a lot of people do that. It's like, I feel like the more I think about it, for some reason it's going to get canceled or he's going to go, you know what? Fuck Chris. I don't want him to do it. And I know that's not the case at all. But my mind, and that's why I'm back in fucking therapy because that's where my mind goes. Instead of like just enjoying, you know, the thought of getting to do this the entire time. I just, I just kind of ignored it. Like it wasn't going to, ha like it wasn't happening. And that way the day of, you know what? Now that I said it out loud, that's probably why I got as emotional as I did, because like I said, very excited. And then I kind of just forgot about it. You know, Umar asked a couple of times, Winston asked a few times, uh, a few other comics asked a few times. And every time I was like, Ah man, it's it's a month and a half away, or it's two weeks away. I got this other stuff going on. I'm not really thinking about it. 
And that's really what it was. I was just so afraid of it going away for some reason. Because this, when you're in this kind of business, it's just like things come and go so quickly. Um, even if you don't, even if there's no real lo logical reason to feel that way, you know, you just, I don't know, my mind goes that way. But anyway, so Saturday comes and I'm like, this is it. This is the day. Um, I go for a walk because it's a beautiful morning. Uh, and I just started, I'm listening to music and I just started really thinking about the show and like what it meant and where I had come from in my comedy career, just all the different things I had done. And, um, it just hit me, man. And I just started crying. I'm just, I just cried, you know, just very thankful to be able to do this. I mean, to, and I know it might seem like it's a bit like, um, uh, I don't know. Like it might be a bit much, but I don't know. I just, I'm just really thankful and I get to appreciate the cool things I get to do. Um, because, um, especially now, because I would say a year ago, so ago, I would really try to downplay it. But Saturday, I really let that shit sink in and I got emotional. I've, I've come a long way. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I have to say it. It's, it's hard to say, but you know, it just, it just felt great. It just fucking felt great knowing that I was going to get to do something that was this fucking cool. But then once I let that settle in, then it's just like, Oh shit, man, guess what, Chris, this could not go well for you. <laughs> you know, that, that, that seeps in and I can't lie. Um, the more the day went on, the more nervous I got. So I went on this walk I cried about it, and I, 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 like I was, I was saying, I think that's what it was. I never gave myself over the month or so, or a month and a half uh, of knowing that I was going to do this. I never sat down periodically and thought about it to really process it. But I did Saturday, and I got overwhelmed, just you know, just flooding all those emotions and memories at one time um, was was a lot, you know. It, it, it was a lot, and I, I think that's what did it. And plus, I'm getting older; I'm getting more sensitive and, and thoughtful about things. And uh, yeah, so um, come back in, I, I uh, pack a bag and I got a couple of, um, I'm going to say uniform, Jesus, military still in there, a couple of outfit options. I run them by my wife. They get back after they get back from the wire. She goes, I like that. So when you see pictures, I got the black and yellow jacket on. She picked it all out. And uh, I went with that. Drove up there to uh, Northern Virginia. I decided to not drive my car into D.C. So I, I, I get on the metro at Vienna. I go um, get into the city, and it's only about a 15-minute walk to the hotel. I get to the hotel. The front door lock is busted out of it. And I'm like, eh, not really feeling that. And this this building is just like the building. Because um, for a second, I thought it might have been um, Beer Baron. Because it's the exact same type of building, same walk-up, same design and everything. It's just built out differently because they're doing different shit with it. But same same building. Um, and I get in there and I'm like, Hey, give my name a check to check in. And, uh, they go, Oh yeah, we had an issue. Um, yeah, we tried to call the people who reserved the room. It, it, the payment didn't go through. And I'm like, look, in my, well, this, in my mind, I'm like, um, I wouldn't have picked to stay here in the first place. And if I'm going to have to pay right now, I'm going to pay for some shit that I want. And I wasn't expecting to be reimbursed for this at all. I was like, you know what? Person tried. I appreciate it. Didn't work out. Cool. 
I'll just say the hotel is great. So I just end up going next door to this place called the Viceroy. Dope-ass hotel. Check in there. Fucking nice, small boutique hotel. Adorable little room. Robe. And um, like I said, my emotions are getting ramped up. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking hyperventilating. I'm getting worried that I'm going to forget jokes. I mean, shit I haven't worried about in years. Take a shower. I relax, man. I, tur- I turn on some uh, playoff NBA. I watch that for a minute. Go through my notes. You know, get dressed again. Um, and it's time to go to lunch. Time to go to pre-show dinner, and we go to this place called Bull or uh, Bull. It's a Korean barbecue place. Denise picked it. Uh, Denise is the MC, and uh, so we all meet up there. And I get a nice big ass fucking stone bowl of rice, spicy chicken, all that type of shit. But I'm so nervous, I can't even eat it. I I can barely eat. I knocked over two glasses of water. I'm so nervous. There's napkins everywhere. I'm just like, I'm so worried about this show now. Before, it was just like, nah. And now I'm like, you can't even remember 20 minutes of material. You fucking idiot. Doing that. So nervous. Um, Everybody's nervous. Like, and Mark is a fucking uh, goddamn garbage disposal. He didn't even eat that much. <laughs> Denise couldn't eat. So we end up hopping in the Uber. We go over to the theater. And uh, we, we get out. And, uh, man, his, his name's up there. I'm looking at the building. I'm like, fuck, this This is it. There's people outside. And um, so he he contacts the lady. I think her name was either Shanice or Sharice. Um, very nice lady. She's like the stage manager, show manager. Very nice, very knowledgeable, very take charge. She was getting shit done. Nothing phased her. She was very nice. So we walk around to the front of the building at first. She comes and gets us. People are seeing that Mark's out there. They're going nuts. They walk us around the back. They got key cards and fucking magnetic strips and fucking gate codes and shit. It's just, it's just all the security. It's pretty crazy. Um, and uh, we walk in the back of the Lincoln theater. I think it was built 1922. Um, it's a beautiful theater. The, the backstage area, it's, a, it's nothing crazy, but they do have like the, uh, the quintessential uh, showbiz lights with the mirrors around it. You know, there was two green rooms. One had all the stuff in it from Mark's writers, like the, the fruit and the liquor and the, cookies and the shit like that and the other one was for the videographer and the photographer to, to put all their equipment and stuff and uh so yeah we had two um photographers and a videographer so that also makes it feel even more special you know you're doing all the backstage pictures and all that kind of stuff i'm i'm filming back there i'm sending my mom and them videos of what it's like backstage um uh they pushed the show a little bit you know for some reason it's just filling up kind of slow but um you know, Mark is doing his pre-show uh, jump rope and stuff. Uh, we're just laughing, having a good time, and just reminiscing about how we first met in Charlottesville, and here it is, and and uh, he can't believe he's doing it, and, and I'm nervous, and he's saying that he was having imposter syndrome, you know, like thinking this, this can't be for me. And so just I say that to say, like, you just – you think when people get to a certain level, like, that they – um that people are just okay with it or like uh, they just, they believe their own hype or it's just, it's just uh, they, they're doing it. So they make it look so easy. People struggle with that shit when they get to, um, when they start to have certain levels of success, you know, it's hard for them to believe because it's like, he's just like, he was telling me, he was just like, I'm still the kid that wets the bed. And here I am at this theater, you know, that people came to see me and, you know, years ago, you can't even get people to come see you at an open mic and here you, you know, you work to a point where you can have a thousand plus people come see you 
uh, one night. You know, it's, it's pretty wild. And uh, it's just uh, it was nice to be there for, for the ride. And I don't think he's done. I think he's got a lot more uh, to do in his career. But it's just it's been dope to watch him grow like this. And, um, yeah, it was it was fucking dope. So finally showtime happens. Um, Denise goes out. She has a great set, a lot of fun um, watching her. Uh, I've said this before. I really love getting to do big shows with my comic friends in D.C., because we do so many like these little like Big Hunt, we love Big Hunt, but it's in the bottom of this the basement of the shitty bar that were rats and mice crawling up on the fucking pipes and shit. But again, it was a dope fucking room. But we got to do so many of those shows, just all these subterranean rooms, just dark basements, wet, just hot, cold, and then you get to come above ground and just do all these cool shows in front of all these people. But for like months and sometimes a couple of years, it's just like underground show underground show underground show one spot the green room was literally in the basement of a house so getting to do all those doing all that shit and then we get to come up above ground you put on some nice clothes and you get to do it at, at such a nice place like we did the kennedy center we get to do this i just really love watching and doing these shows with um, my fellow comics from dc just just because of the the um I can't even say it. it's just the story of it, the optics of it, the if, if that's even the right word. I, I just love that whole thing of like it's, it's so much of it is underground, and then we get to we get to surface and do the improv. We get to do Kennedy Center. We got to do the you know Lincoln Theater. It's just really fucking dope, man. It's a lot of fun. So she did a great job, and um, and I hear her wrapping up, and I'm like, oh, this is it. You know, I'm like, there you go, buddy. Is this your time? Uh, Alex is backstage with us, and uh, he's excited. I'm excited. She says my name, and I go out there. And this might sound like, I don't know if it's cheesy, but my favorite part about doing like a big crowd like this is just walking out there. I, I, I try not to look left or right depending on which side of the stage I'm coming out on. Uh, I don't like to, for some reason, I like to like save the, save this moment, but I like to look right at the person that's hosting and I'll, you know, bump fist or shake their hand. And I put my shit down on the stool and I don't like to look up at the crowd until I'm actually like facing them. It's just like, a, I, I don't know what that is, but that's just something for me. I can kind of see the crowd kind of blurry in my, in my peripheral vision, but I'm not going to look at them until, um, it's time for me to, to talk to them, and I, for some reason, I, I just really in, in, enjoy doing that. It's just, it's just something kind of cinematic in my mind, if that makes sense. It just, I don't know. I look right at the host, put my shit down. I kind of put my head down when I make the left or right turn to grab the microphone, and then I like to slowly pan up and just see other people, and uh, and then the lights uh, that that does something for me, and um, I. I did my Taco Bell joke to open the show. Boom, I got a good laugh right off the bat. Um, I did flub one word. I could not say economical for some reason. I flubbed it a couple of times. I laughed it off. I said, fuck it. I'm skipping it. Everybody laughing out, and I moved on. I, it just, for some reason, I just, it just, it was a brain fart. I think for some reason, um, 
economic. I think I was in my mind, I was switching the N and the M, and I was like economic, uh, eco and I couldn't flip it back in my mind, so I said, "Fuck it." It happens sometimes, but um, <clears throat> yeah, and I I wasn't phased by it. I just because I, I felt so comfortable, I just said, "Fuck it." They didn't really care. I moved on. Um, and the two bits that got applause breaks was the um, the first one was the uh, blackface governor bit, which I, I was surprised. I was taken back. You know, I've seen applause breaks and specials and stuff like that. And I, honestly, I didn't really know how to take it for a second. I was like, holy shit. Oh, man, they're, they're clapping. This is a good thing, Chris. So I let them clap. I said, thank you. And then I moved on. I, it just it was uh, very, very I was thrown off by it. I, I did not expect that response at all. And uh, I was very shocked at that. And um, yeah, it, it felt great. And then uh, the Sandy Hook bit, which is a pretty dark joke about uh, some painful stuff I'm in my uh, that's happened in, in, uh, in my wife's and I lives and it's more her so than, than mine. Uh, and it, it's a very dark bit, but I really like that joke just because of the wordplay. And uh, it got the response of like, oh, but people laughed. And then it got an applause break. And it, it that made me feel feel great we're like oh okay they understand this is a this is a, a serious thing that you know that i really feel for what happened to us but hey i found a way to make this funny it's a painful thing but this is how I, i've a way i've chosen to uh you know deal with it and it, it, they accepted that and that's something about the theater too man we're like um i kind of felt like everybody just knew this was all jokes because they don't paper theaters they paper clubs so you'll get people like, hey, I got these free tickets. Just go here. You know, they don't know what they're going to say, who they're going to see. And they could, you know, hear some things that they uh, deep down inside just disagree with, don't like. And it could really turn them off and piss people off. But here, it's just like everyone here made a conscious effort to be there. Granted, there might be a, a, a couple of people who were drugged to the show. But uh, for the most part, everyone who wanted to be there Everyone there wanted to be there, and they got it. So that was great. Great set. I come off. Uh, Mark goes on. He fucking kills. He got so many big rolling laughs. I mean, he kept his foot on their necks, man. He was killing the entire time. It was just so fun to see. You know, I've seen him do these jokes at, like, the small clubs. You know, I I've seen this dude do them at bar shows after we've done clubs together. You know, and I, I, I've taken that guy to some really shitty places to do comedy after he's headlined two shows and he still wants to get up and try new jokes. You know, <laughs> he just he loves comedy and to see it all pay off and him to start to do theaters, man, and just to stand by the side of the stage, you know, like I, I my my buddy Dan Seabree does this. Um, uh, it, it is escaping me right now but he does this comedy festival every year and it's a really alt fun quirky thing and one year he did it in his house I, and I, i'm so pissed i can't think of the name of the festival and like the backdrop was like this bottom side of a spring um spring what do you call it a box spring and it had shit spray painted on it markered all over and marcus had headlined two shows that night and we still went over there and he's standing in this living room in front of a dirty mattress, box, I mean, box spring, there's folding chairs in this dude's living room, and he's doing jokes. And here he is at the theater now. It's just, that's that's what I like about him. 
That's what I respect about the guy. He just he's he's always gonna get up when he can. You know, he's gonna he's he's rarely ever gonna say no. And if he does, that means that dude's fucking tired. But it was a it was a hell of a show. He gave me a great compliment after the show. He goes, Hey man, I gotta say, I really feel like you're a theater guy. He was like, just the, your, your jokes, they just work so well here. You get up there at these big shows and you own it. And it was just great to see. You just really own the moment. And and uh, it was it was great. And that, that made me feel so good to hear him say that. And, um, yeah, he crushed. Uh, Denise did very, very well. I had a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> after the show, we just had, we kind of hang out. Sorry, in the green room, just for a little little while, just a little die down, get your bearings, you know, because it's like a big adrenaline dump afterwards. You're kind of tired. You've been anticipating this moment for so long. It happens, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, it's over, and then you have to kind of come down from it. So we finally go out, do a meet and greet. People were very, very nice. Uh, I was shocked that people were, they wanted to see me. There was a one couple, they were, they were, they were like, I can't believe it's you, it's Chris Allen. Chris Allen. I mean, I'm, I'm flattered. I'm like, who the fuck knows who I am? So thank you to everybody who wanted to take pictures with me. Uh, people who are, they consider themselves fans of what I do. I appreciate it. If you're new, welcome. Um, yeah, I mean, you will learn that uh, you won't like it, everything I, I have to say, how I feel about certain things and uh it, I, I feel like uh if we build a, a relationship and a mutual understanding and respect you'll stick around but if not if you gotta go because you don't agree with how i feel about certain things hey i get it but um yeah so the theater was fucking great it was awesome i had a great time i really just tried to um sit back relax enjoy it take it all in uh, i feel like I, I i did do that um, that show and, and, and that's, what's crazy about that. You do all that build up. I go up there, I do the 20 minutes and it's just over. That's it. And then he does his time. And then, then it's, then the whole thing is over, you know, then once you walk out of the theater, like that, that's it. You know, this is okay. All that build up and it's all, it's all done. So uh, the Lincoln theater is done. I'm, I'm, I'm worked up just talking about it. So that's done, and what Mark had also done was uh, he booked a secret show at my buddy Sean Joyce's, our buddy Sean Joyce's new comedy club in Adams Morgan called Hotbed. So that's a 10 o'clock show. So we get over there, and um, it's a brand-new club. Mark had never been there before. If, you, if, uh, if you're if you in the D.C. area, make sure you check it out. Hotbed is in Adams Morgan. It's really cool. The lighting scheme is dubbed. It's how it looks is great. So we get there. Um, and all the DC comics are there. So, you know, Marcus is one of those guys. He's a comics comic. So all my DC friends are there. All the comics are there. They, they're coming in. They're saying what's up. They're, one, you know, uh, just asking us how the theater went. Everybody's just congratulating me. It's, it's very cool um, to have all my friends come and support me. Uh, TJ was there. Mike B showed up. Glenn Lawrence showed up. Winston was there. Alex was there. Just, just everybody I could think of. Shout out to everybody who came out, man. So we do a um we do a ten o'clock show. So it's me, Mark, Denise, and my boy Winston Hodges, who I host host battle with, which uh, we're doing tonight in DC tonight at seven thirty at the DC Comedy Loft. We're doing um, host battle showcase tonight. Um, 
he got to host the show. So what happened was um, it was only supposed to be us three on the show, but we kind of wanted to have a little bit of a buffer so we could have a little bit more time to relax. Winston happened to be there, so Winston got to go on. That was cool. So Winston goes up, he crushes. Denise goes up, she crushes. I, I go up, have a good good set. Mark goes up, he fucking crushes. Uh, it was just a fun show. Uh, I did a lot of weird stuff. Um, what was cool, too, was that some real comedy nerds went to the theater, and then they came and saw Mark at the um, at the small club. So that was that was really cool. It was just overall just a dope night of comedy. Um, just a lot, a few things coming full circle, you know. Just uh, especially with Marks and I, just uh, friendship uh, and uh, relationship uh, personally and um, professionally. It's just really cool just to get to do this with him, you know. Just just really really cool um, to have Alex involved in the show on uh, Charlottesville. Uh, to have Winston host for us at uh, Hotbed. Uh, was dope. Denise fucking she killed it. I was glad to recommend her, and she did well. Mark loved her. Um, it was just it was a great night from top to bottom. Shout out to the video guys, the camera guys, everybody that came out. It was dope. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. There's a the show. That's the show. Uh, make sure you guys follow me I, uh, on all things social media at Chris Allen Comedy right there on the bottom. And uh, I'm out. Peace.